y'all. What's up, Next Level Crew? Today we're back again and we're reviewing the franchise disclosure document. And for those of you who have been following along with us up to this point, you know that we have covered the items 1 through 16 previously. Today we're marching forward again into item 17. And item 17 of the franchise disclosure document is actually an interesting item. It has to do with your end of your franchise agreement, meaning that when you acquire a franchise, one thing you really want to highly want to consider when acquiring it is having some type of an exit strategy before you even get started, believe it or not. Welcome to What's Your Next. This is the go-to podcast for aspiring business owners who want to get to the next level, escape the rat race, and give their middle finger to the corporate nine-to-five. If you want financial freedom, work-life balance, and the business of your dreams, you're in the right place. Dave and Stacy Riska, husband-wife franchising duo, openly share their successes, failures, and lessons learned in franchising, business ownership, and working with your spouse. And what item 17 really covers is what are the options when you reach the end of your franchise agreement's life? And just for instance, one of those is renewal. And in our current franchise that we own, we have a 10-year agreement period. And one of the options is to simply just renew that for another 10 years. And we've actually done that once already. So, Stacy, in item 17, there are basically four different areas of item 17 that are need to be highlighted. The first one I kind of reviewed just a little bit. But can you give us some background or a little bit more information on what renewal means as far as the item 17 in the franchise disclosure document. Yeah, sure. So renewal is, as the word implies, you're going to renew your franchise agreement. As Dave alluded, most franchise agreements have a 10-year term, but your franchise disclosure document will tell you what that period is. So if you're going to renew, this section will tell you how you can renew and if there are any fees. For example, some franchises may require you to notify them that you intend to renew or not renew and may say you need to do that within 30 or 60 or 90 days before the renewal date. It will also delineate if there are any fees that will be paid in regard to renewing. For example, in our franchise, as Dave said, we renewed our franchise agreement. You'll be very glad to know that you're not going to have to pay a whole franchise fee to start all over again. When you renew, almost every franchise has a very reduced renewal fee, pretty much just to cover their legal and administrative costs. In our case, it was about $2,500, but we get a whole nother 10-year franchise agreement to do that. So when you're looking at the renewal clauses, understand how long your franchise agreement is for, if you need to provide the franchisor any advance notice, and if so, how much ahead of time you need to do that, and if there are any fees involved in renewing. Awesome. Yep, that, that's definitely the that's definitely some good points about renewal. Now, one of the other options in the franchise agreement is termination, meaning that the end of your life of your agreement comes up or other reasons. The termination of that franchise agreement, what does that mean? 
well, termination is the end, right? Mm -hmm. And that may be the end of your franchise agreement term, but it also may be, let's say you're five years in and you decide that you're hopefully not, but you're going to walk away from your business. So termination kind of also says that, let's say you're at the end of your term, but you don't intend on renewing. That would be you're just going to terminate the agreement. So in all of these situations, the language in there will delineate what you must do if there's any fees involved, how you're going to work with the franchise. For example, at the let's say at the end of our 10-year term, we decided not to renew. We're just going to terminate the franchise agreement. Well, there's going to be language in there basically saying, well, we can't continue to run and operate it. We can't use the name or the logo. We can't continue to use the equipment, obviously, because we're not renewing. We don't have the rights to do so. So that, that's what the termination language will address. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward in that termination is termination. You must cease all operations, activities, and use of anything that relates to that franchise at that particular point. The final type of, I guess, exit strategy for a franchise is transfer. Mm -hmm. And the next item, or the next part of item 17 that's usually covered is transferability. Can you expand on transferability? <laughs> That's a big word, right? <laughs> Can you expand on transferability a little bit for our listeners? Yes. So a transfer is when you transfer or AKA sell your franchise to another person who may be taking over your operations. Many times this will happen because let's say you might be four or five years into your franchise agreement and then something changes. Maybe your spouse is moving across the country and you've decided to move your family. Well, you're not going to be able to operate your franchise from there. So you're going to, you've decided you're going to sell it. In this case, it's just called a transfer. And this section of the FDD will delineate what and how the regulations are involved in that. Many times you may need to notify your franchisor that you intend to sell. Many times there will be some fees involved in this because the franchisor will have to do some administrative and legal work in order to get the new person all up and running. And it will also delineate if they are just taking over your current franchise agreement or they're going to get a brand new franchise agreement with a, a new extended term. So make sure you look at and understand the transferability because that's going to impact how and the price for which you sell your business. All right. So one of the options is transfer. And then finally, as part of this item, there is some language generally around dispute resolution. And we've kind of touched on dispute resolution in other areas of the FDD, particularly around termination and things like that. But Stacey, as far as item 17 goes, can you just um, give our listeners a little bit more info on what it means, dispute resolution means, as it pertains to item 17? Right. So item 17 in relation to dispute resolution is what and how, what will happen if there are any disputes on either side? The good news is, really, your franchisor doesn't want to get into a legal battle with you. 
And you should not want to get into a legal battle with the franchisor, right? They want happy franchisees. But if and when there is ever a dispute, it's going to be delineated in this section how that gets resolved. And in most cases, it's going to be some kind of arbitration or mediation so that you can hopefully, uh, you know, take care of that situation without having to get involved in the courts. What you should be aware of, however, is that all of these agreements, including the franchise disclosure document, are going to be written in the franchisor's favor and will likely say that the uh, state of law that is regulating it is going to be where the franchisor is domiciled. So, for example, we, we, Dave and I, we're located in Maryland, but our franchisor is located in Arizona. So if there were ever a dispute, we have to really deal with the Arizona law, not the Maryland law. So just something to take into consideration because each state does have different rules and right. requirements. Hopefully you'll never get to that. Again, most of the time, all disputes and stuff are, are negotiated out arbitration maybe you know very few ever make it to full-blown you know having to go to court and defend yourself mm -hmm. in regards to this so that's pretty much the four parts of the item 17 so can you give our listeners maybe some um, tips on how they can get the most out of this information yeah I think the most important thing is what you alluded to in the beginning and that is to take a long-term view think about what your long-term game is. What's your exit plan? Do you plan to renew and stay in your business for the long-term? Are you trying to build it up into a saleable asset and then you're gonna transfer it? What is your long-term game? And then understand how the language in item 17 will impact you based on that decision. Dave and I would also encourage you to have a lawyer and or an accountant review this section with you as well. Now, when it relates to the FDD, it's not so important to have a lawyer involved at this point because, again, this is just a disclosure document. It's not a legal document. But when and if you come to the end of that road and you want to sign a franchise agreement, the FDD actually becomes the franchise agreement. So you're going to want to understand item 17. What I could say is that probably is the best advice we can give to our viewers and listeners is to work with someone such as us, an expert franchise consultant who can help you evaluate and understand the FDD, understand how it will impact you, and ultimately help you achieve the business of your dreams. Awesome. Thanks, Stacey. That's, those are great tips. Now, we've covered the item 17, really the basic parts of item 17, which are renewal, termination, transferability, and dispute resolution. We are now going to move forward. We're going to end this episode, move into the next item 18. So catch us on the next episode of What's Your Next. And if you like our content, don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time. Take care. There are over 4,000 franchise concepts that could be your dream business. Which one is the perfect one for you? Go to franquiz.nextlevelfranchisegroup.com and find out. Your dream business awaits. Go to franquiz.nextlevelfranchisegroup.com now and find the perfect business that will get you to your next level.